Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird. It's always a pleasure to be here with you all. And today, I got a very special guest uh, lined up for you today. I'm super stoked. She's been a dear friend of mine for many years. Uh, she is a uh, an icon, in my opinion. Uh, and <laughs> she is a world traveler. She's a speaker. Um, more importantly to me, uh, I get the privilege of, of calling her a, a good friend. So without further ado, I'm going to bring her on, Heather Dobson. Heather, how are you? Hi, Adam. I'm fantastic. Uh, thanks for saying all the nice things about me. I almost used the I word. Oh, I'm glad you I, I, did it because I would have stormed off. <laughs> I would have like ripped my microphone off and stormed out of here. And we'll get we'll get to that in a little bit and what we think about that particular I word. Now, those of you that are listening are like, what's the I word? That's not a bad word, is it? In our world, it can be. Um, Heather, it's been a while since we had you on the show. We got a lot of new listeners and whatnot. Why don't we tell, why don't you tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself? Get to know you. Oh, man, just a little bit. Uh, So I am a person who has a a variety, wide variety of background, kaleidoscope background, I like to say. Uh, some people call me a renaissance woman, whatever the hell that means. Uh, <laughs> I am an woman. Air Force veteran. Yes. Uh, I am a proud Texan who lives in the state of Arizona and, and loves Arizona. Uh, Air Force veteran, former cop. I was a cop in New Mexico and a cop in Tucson, Arizona for mm. many years. Now I live in the Valley of the Sun uh, or the surface of the sun right now in Phoenix, Arizona. (laughs) And for about 12 years, I've had my own digital marketing consultancy. Started out really focused on uh, marketing real estate properties, international real estate properties. But over the course of the past several years have shifted it to focus on helping small businesses. I have had several really cool jobs with great software companies. Uh, Infusionsoft, one in the past. I left GoDaddy last year where I had a really great and cool role at GoDaddy. And now I am um, both pleasantly happy and thinking I might be a little bit um, self-sadistic in working for a startup. And it's a, it's a really cool startup that's based out of Menlo, uh, Menlo Park in California. I have a, the great opportunity to work from home. But anything related to marketing, whether it's online, traditional PR, communications, a little bit of operations, some development of processes, like I'm, I'm yeah. doing it. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you, the startup experience is a, is a really cool one. And also uh, someday is a really painful one. Yeah. You, you've been, I mean, you've been doing, you know, the digital marketing thing for. Oh, I lost your audio. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Like you just cut out for one. Oh, okay. How how about now? Can you hear me now? Yes. How about now? Um, You've, you've been in the digital marketing space and and, in the social media space for as, as long as I've met you and we've known each other for. Got four or five years. It seems longer than than that. Uh, I think, um, painfully, in, in, painfully. In, in, in a good way. Uh, but it, it, as long as I've known you, you you're kind of like the go to when it comes to like social media stuff or you know new things that are trending or things best practices. Um, 
you've gone, you've literally gone around the world and, and have talked about those kind of things. And you're kind of doing that yourself now a little bit. Yeah. So I, I have this like back and forth where I just do consulting and speaking. So I'm just fully self-employed. Um, but then occasionally I get this opportunity to have this really cool position right. like I did at Infusionsoft or GoDaddy or with a startup where I should take on a, a job. And But it has to be something that I really believe in and something that, I'm, that excites me. And at the same time, I always work to maintain my own brand, right? right. From an educational standpoint. And my, my whole thing, the entire reason I started doing what I was doing what I'm doing to help small businesses is because I was tired of seeing people being taken advantage of by a quote, social media expert or a quote, website expert or SEO expert or whatever they try to tell you, right? Like they're a social media ninja or they're a, you know, a, a SEO rock star, like all this bullshit. All right. It's bullshit. And I, I had a client that I was working one-on-one -on -one with, and she told me how much money she had spent on her website with a web design and hosting agency, and I lost my marbles. And I just started offering free classes. We got a space at Paradise Bakery, and twice a week I was teaching people about Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, affiliate marketing, SEO, video creation, like all of those kinds of things. And and that just really exploded from there. But I've been doing doing social for a long time. When I, I worked for a real estate development company that was building properties in Costa Rica. It was rough, let me tell you. Um, we had a MySpace page. Like that's how uh, OG yes. in using social, like I go go way back and, and I'm an outspoken uh, critic uh, as you know, about people who, who claim to be a social media expert, but they don't have any other marketing experience whatsoever, right. or who are personalities over practitioners. And um, I want to work with the practitioners and I want people who own businesses, regardless of the size, to have a real true understanding of how to leverage all of this stuff without being taken advantage of or, you know, just bullshit. Right. No, I got yeah. you. So let me ask you this. I got a couple questions for you. As a business yeah. owner, myself, as you know, um, and other, you know, other business owners that are listening to this right now, is it important for them to be on social media in today's age? Yes. And I always say that with, a, with, with the caveat of, hey, if I win the lottery um, and I'm able to disappear off of social, I will. It's kind of this this like necessary component that has all these kind of gross and icky things that can happen in it. And it really is about understanding how to use all of the components of social media right. without being icky yourself on social, but also not, you know, not feeling like you're giving away all of your privacy. So I, I, I feel like there's so many different social media platforms out there nowadays. Right. You have yeah. and, and there's it seems like there's new stuff coming. I mean, it's like, you know, Parler has is, is, is been around for a couple of years, but they're they're kind of uh, starting to make a run now. You know, before that, it was like Snapchat. And then now you have, you know, TikTok and and it's like I, I, I don't have the patience to do the two or three that I'm supposed to be on now. 
Yeah. Like, how am I? Yes, I am aware. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all the time we have today, folks. Um, no, but it's it, but, topic. You know, <laughs> it's, I walked into that one. Damn it. Um, but it, but it's true though. I mean, it, it yeah. can be overwhelming for people. And, and if you're doing a lot of the, the business stuff yourself, or you don't have an entire team that is watching your social media, it seems like, oh, I got to be constantly posting stuff. And then you stress out and the next thing you know, it, holy shit, it's a full-time job. Just writing content and trying to create images and posting stuff and, and then reading the analytics. And it's like, it's, it's a headache. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it can become all consuming. Right. And most people, if, if you've got a business, you're doing that business because that's your thing. That's where your heart is. Right. That's where your passion is or because you're really good at that thing. Right. It's not because you, you wanted to be on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter no. or wherever. And most people, unless you're like me or people who work in this space, like you're not on social media all the time. And so you don't have the time or the resources to keep up with all the changes or understanding why you shouldn't ever post this, but this is the way you should post it. Like just changing different words. And so what I, what I tell people is, okay, shut the world out because the world is telling you, you have to be everywhere. You have to be on Facebook. You have to be on Twitter. You have to be on Instagram. You have to be on LinkedIn. Maybe you have to be on TikTok. You don't, um, you know, but, but, but that's where people get really overwhelmed is because they're reading and hearing people tell them you got to be everywhere. Right. It's not everywhere. If you don't even exist. Right. So, so what I always tell people is to start, where's your audience? Where well, are the people who are your customers or your potential customers? Where are they? Right. And how do you they're, know that if they're not, if you're not on the different platforms though? Exactly. So it takes a little bit of work mm-hmm. up front to understand where your audience is or where they might be and a little bit of testing. But here's the thing. People get really hung up on, I need to be on social media and they forget you need to have a plan. You need to have a strategy that ties into your overall marketing plan that ties into your business objectives. Right. And what I see all the time is people are like, well, I got a Facebook page. I'm going to post some shit today. And it doesn't do anything. It's not driving uh, any type of activity. It's not driving traffic to the website or driving awareness. They're just doing it so that they can say that they're on on social. And I think that's a component that a lot of people who call themselves social media experts miss is I don't give a shit if you're posting on Facebook every single day. If you don't have a plan with clear tactics tied to that, you're wasting your time. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to do that, I would rather just tell you, hey, don't even be on social at all. Focus on your website because your website is just as important, maybe even more important than, than social. And we have to remember that social is just one little sliver right. of an overall of marketing of pie. Right. pie. Yeah. And I, I think people just get so hung up and they're like, I got to be on social that they forget there needs to be a strategy behind it. Yeah. Yeah. I think in the strategy, speaking from experience, like throw it up against the wall and see what sticks. I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah. I've gotten a lot better. And HMG's gotten a lot better. We got people now that are helping out with, with some of the stuff and, and and but it but it takes time to get there. You know, unless That's you have exactly unless right. you have the money to to just go out and, and hire a bunch of people to do this 
for you. You know, I, I bootstrapped this myself on my own pocket. It was, you know, rubbing some dirt together. And yeah. five, you know, five years now, it's been, and I'm just getting to that point where it's like, all right, cool, I can get some people to help now. And, yeah. and, but it, again, I go back and it's like, if you're not at that point, you have to, it's trial and error. And that's fine. But yep. you have to be patient. And the only way you're going to learn is if you go out and actually do it. That's exactly right. It's testing. Yeah. And and marketing is based on testing, right? There right. are certain things like I work for a startup who we have never had a website before until March. We've never had a social existence until March. And so there's a lot of testing that goes on. Right. Okay. We're going to build this. And then I'm going to look at all my analytics right. and see how this is working. Um, you know, for example, on a website. Go it, ahead. No, I was going to ask you. So you bring up analytics real quick on the social media yes. side of things. Is there like a timeline? Is there like a written rule like run it for 30 days and then look or run it for 90 days and then that will give you a couple months to kind of collectively see where what's working, what's not? Is there a uh, – I don't know. Is there a, a basis of what people should do or how long they should be doing it? Yeah. In general, we in marketing, we operate on a 90 day term, right? Mm -hmm. Let's let's set a, a goal for 90 days and 90 days will give you a clear, uh, give you enough analytics that you have a clear picture of what is happening. Right. However, that doesn't mean it's a set it and forget it for right. 90 days. Set it up, create it, let it run. Because if you're running ads, you can waste a lot of money that Right. So there's this, um, this now we're in this space for, for ads and social as a whole, even on websites where we can look at analytics on a daily basis and we can pivot really quickly and say, well, this is clearly not working. Let's do something else. Right. So I, I have a real bad habit of when I launch something that I'm testing where I go check it like every day yeah. I go check it. Probably not the best thing to do to be obsessive about it like that, but at least once a week, go in and just look at the performance of whatever it is, your right. website, your social, whatever, and see how things are performing so that that informs you of, okay, the next piece of content, like this worked really well, like doing a poll, for example, might have worked really well where just asking questions didn't work so well right. in terms of engagement or anything. So now I know my audience likes polls better. So let me test those kinds of things out. So, so I say, you know, do a 90 day plan and say, this is the scope for 90 days. This is uh, the results that we, the outcome that we desire after 90 days, but you have to work in it for those 90 days. Right. Is there a, social media platform that Heather likes more than others? Is there, what's your go-to? Man, you know, that's almost the same as asking me, like, where is my favorite taco, right? Like. <laughs> In my mouth. That's <laughs> yeah, my, my, my belly. Um, one little thing that we missed in my um, little intro there is that I am a nationally certified taco judge. Um, out of all the things I've done in my life, it's probably just the most interesting and the funniest and always gets that reaction. Like, that's not a thing. It is. It, no, it, it is. And I laugh hard every time I hear it because I've... <laughs> <laughs> Some of it's a little jealousy. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, it, it, a lot of know. people are, man. Yeah. And people always want to know, like, how do you get to do that? Um, What's your but, claim but to fame? Taco So judge. when you're judging tacos, like for real, right. you're not judging taco A against taco B. Right. You're judging taco A on the components of taco A. Okay. Like 
at it on a scale of one to 10, like how does this taco rate? Not in comparison to this one. So kind of see that with the social media platforms, right? Okay. So each platform has a different functionality and has a different goal. And so for me, I'm a very heavy user of Facebook. And we always go back and forth about Facebook profile versus the Facebook page. I have both. I use my profile more, but that is because I am very open with my life. And not everybody is that way, nor do I expect everybody to to be that way. And so this is where you start using a page and a page you use because you can create uh, paid content, right? And you actually have analytics. I don't have any analytics on my page. I'm sorry, on my profile, other than just what what I can see and what I can ascertain just from the post. So I use Facebook very heavily. Um, LinkedIn, I, I have said for years, and I continue to say, I think LinkedIn is completely underutilized by all types of people and businesses. And um, we're really seeing, I'm seeing a surge right now on LinkedIn, but what I'm seeing a lot of is marketers marketing to marketers on LinkedIn. I mean, it is like, it's insane how, how often I see that. I do think LinkedIn is really underrated and people need to understand that LinkedIn is far more powerful than just going and looking for a job. Yeah, Really building a community and a network is is really powerful in LinkedIn. I think Instagram is great, um, especially for a business. If you have something that is really image based, you know, like I have a friend that sells these little bags. And so something like this is going to be really popular on Instagram, right? Like you can get these like it's visual right um whether it's an image or a video and and um, let me interrupt you real quick those of you that are listening to the audio she held up a little bag that says taco money yeah on it so that's that's and and for those of you that don't know heather she literally has a a monthly spending that she saves for <laughs> for tacos i just taco thought spending. yeah i thought i'd throw that in there go on please <clears throat> yeah so but then and pinterest is the same way right if you have something that's really visible it's uh, visual then pinterest is great snapchat and tiktok are really sensitive sore subjects for me I am not a big fan of either Snapchat or TikTok really? in, in the okay. in my space, in my little marketing space, like this is a hot topic, right? Because there are there are on two sides of the aisle and there is nobody down the middle right. where it's either we love TikTok and we think TikTok is gonna be the next big thing for business. Or and then there's people like me who's like, hey, hey, have fun on TikTok. Go ahead, give all your information to the Chinese if you want to. That's totally cool. Um, <laughs> but I don't, I don't see, at least not yet. I don't see the benefit of a business spending a whole lot of money on it too. Right. It was the same thing with Snapchat several years ago. People are like Snapchat is everything. And they're going to take everything away from Facebook. The truth is Facebook and Instagram are here to stay for a while. They, they just are. And when I talked about, you know, be where your audience is. The fact of the matter is, if you were going to only look at one social media platform, the odds are your audience is on Facebook. Facebook and Instagram are owned by the same company, so you have access to all the same data and, and using the, the ads and all that. Let me let me throw a monkey wrench in there for a minute. You, you talk about Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, they're owned by the same company and whatnot. And you, and you said that chances are your audience is going to be on Facebook, right? Right. Does that depend on the age? 
Yeah, it does. Because if you have a product or service that is geared towards younger people, especially if they're adolescents mm -hmm. or early 20s, they may not be on Facebook. They're probably not. They're more likely to be on Instagram, to be on Snapchat, and to be on TikTok. Okay. So if you have a product or service that is geared towards that, that's that is a place to, to really start doing research. Facebook is just kind of this collection of, of people. And just because they're on Facebook doesn't mean that they're on Facebook to buy your product, right? right? Or to do business. Or that they'll product. even see your posts. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's so much more complex than just building a page right. and then putting content on it. Like it's just not the it's not the way it works. And right. we have to look at how many pages there are on Facebook and how many people are running ads and how many people who are running ads who don't know what the hell they're doing. So those ads are showing up in your feed when they're not even like, they're not even, you're not the audience. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh man. Heather, we're running up on time um, for this first episode. Heather, Heather's going to be with us here for a little while. She's going to be co-hosting the show with me uh, for a series uh, and we got some guests lined up and we got some other topics that we're going to be talking about. And if you want to know what those are, you're going to have to tune in. Um, right. I have some cool guests selected. Yeah. People who have really amazing stories, business, nonprofits, just human stories that, that I love. Heather, what do you want people to know? Uh, well, actually, you know what? Let me back up. I'm, I'm going I'm to ask this question to you. You're on the decision hour. And, and it's hard. It's, 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 I feel weird asking this to you because you're my friend. I know you. <laughs> but I'm going to ask it anyway. You're on the decision hour. And uh, name a time in your life where your feet were on the line. And you had to make that decision. What was it? And what was the atmosphere like, more importantly, at that time? Um. Clearly, this is how um, you operate because I wasn't prepared for this question. Um, but I can respect it. I respect it. it. If I had some time to think about it, I'm sure I could come up with a, a I multitude. Could, I could tell things, you what right? you did. I could tell you what you did for the last last time we had you on the show. Yeah. What did I say? You last you time? you use the the uh, police officer when you were a police officer and you showed oh, up at the yes. house. Yeah, that's a that's a really cool story. Yeah, that's a good I, I one. That story, but you um, can't use that one for this one. You got yeah, to well, I won't use that one. Okay. Uh, and and really, what what popped into my head, like initially, is something much more recent and much less oh. exciting than that story, <laughs> is is really about this particular job that I have now. Okay. Like this role, um, you know, I when I was transitioning away from GoDaddy, right. I took uh, some time off and really was in a, a, a place. This was uh, October of, of 2019. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, I don't know what year it is or what day it is. Um, it, <laughs> but, it really was in this, this spot where I was like, okay. And I think you remember because uh, you and I had some conversations about this yep. of like, okay, I can go back to doing my own thing, like the consulting and speaking and, maybe finally write that book that Adam Bird has been bugging me about for years. Three, uh, exactly, but whatever. Or <laughs> I can become a full-time speaker. Right. 
or I can look for a position that is going to provide me what I'm looking for, right? The, the opportunity and challenges and all that, whatever all that stuff is. So really it was in this place of, I can, I've got options. Um, let me think about what those, those options are and, and what I really want to do. And this particular position with this startup is something that came to me through a connection. Like I am a true testimony throughout my career of having built a powerful, positive community of people around me. Um, because this was a, you know, one email that I sent to a conference organizer who I'd spoken at his conference several times and we're friends. I said, hey, I'm leaving GoDaddy. I'm not sure what's next for me. I haven't decided yet. Right. Um, I could just go back to consulting, not just, I could go back to consulting full-time. I may become a full-time speaker. I may be looking for something. And I said at that time, I said, I don't have an ask for you. I'm just letting you know. And I was very strategic about how I did how I did that with various people. And within a day, he had emailed me back and he said, hey, this, our consultant, like our business consultant has another client who's looking for X role. And that's how I got introduced to this company. And in the very beginning, having the conversation from it, within a month time span, the, the original job description changed dramatically from this to this. And it was one of those opportunities that I had to go, man, am I ready for that? You know, like this, I have all the experience and I have the skills across, you know, my 12 years of, of working in this space, but this is like, this is the show. Yeah. The opportunity for me to, to build something from nothing. Yeah. And I was really, um, hesitant. I was very hesitant because I knew it was going to be a lot of work. And I had all of that self-doubt and all of those fears that, that we all experience at various times in our lives. And it was, it came down to a decision of, am I going to go all in on this? Because this was something that was going to, at least for a time period, I had to be all in. Right. So being all in for this company meant that my own brand consulting, speaking, teaching, everything was going to have to go on the back burner for a time period. Yeah. So I had to make that decision if I was willing to, to do that. And that's a scary thing when you've worked really hard to build a, a personal brand. Yeah. But, but it's, it's, uh, and I remember the conversation last fall has almost been a year already. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Um, that we had. And I, and I remember talking about, you know, what, and it, it was, it was a, a, a great decision for you to make. Um, I'm certainly glad that you did because it's, it's obviously it's, you're adding more tools to your already overflowing, you know, toolbox uh, of yeah. knowledge that you have. So I appreciate you sharing that story. That's, that, that's yeah. definitely a good one. I, uh, that, that definitely brings back some uh, memories yeah. and, and fun conversations. So thank you for that. Um, final words, what do you want people to know? So with all that being said, I have been heads down for eight months now with the company Estrella, by the way, if anybody, um, A-S-T-R-E-L-L-A, um, it have been all heads, all, all everything into to this company and, and I'm happy and I'm excited and I'm challenged and I'm learning all kinds of new stuff. And for me, that's the important thing, right? Where I can now say, 
you know, I've worked at a startup and this was very challenging. And then being able to take that where the the spot I'm in now is being able to take the the lessons I am continuing to learn. This is not lessons learned. This is shit. I'm doing right now. (laughs) (laughs) And and so, because now I I'm at a point where we've, we've got some good rhythm and processes going. Um, I am, I'm hiring some, some outside, a consultant's agency to, to help me do some of the work that I'm doing. Um, and so that's allowing me to do a little update yeah. refresh of my own brand, right. the Heather Dawson brand. I've teased a little bit of that on social media in various places. And so my, my website, heatherdobson.com is outdated. It needs a refresh. That's going to happen uh, across all of my social media. You'll start seeing the, the rebranding. But more importantly, it is getting back to my roots and what I love to do, and that is to share the stories of what works, what doesn't work, or to go, what the hell, what has worked for you? Right. And and to really continue to to provide education and uh, resources for small businesses. And I, I work for a startup that services private companies of all sizes. Even if you're a business of one, we, we have a, a product for you, a service for you. But my roots and my love is helping people lose their J-O-B and find their J-O-Y. Mm-hmm. That is my mission. That is my passion. And sometimes that means having a conversation with somebody. It happened last week of my job is making me miserable. I want to quit my job. Right. And this is, this is a person who we've had this conversation a few times and it is okay. It's not just about quit, whether or not you should quit your job, but it is okay. Do you have a passion about something that right. you can turn into a business? Yeah. And if that's the case, then let's make that happen. Find the passion. Yep. Find the passion. Exactly. We're going to see you <laughs> a lot, aren't we? Uh, yeah, you're going to be sick of me by the end of uh, five or six or seven that, episodes, however many we decide to do. That's not possible. That's not possible. Heather, I appreciate you coming on, and I'm looking forward to doing more shows with you. Yes. Thanks, Adam. Folks, uh, that's all the time that we have. But before we let you go, of course, i got to give a huge shout-out to our parent network, Heroes Media Group. Go over there. Check out all the shows, articles, and shenanigans that they're doing over there. Simply go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Until next time, you've been listening to... The Decision Hour.